Hey dear saints and welcome to another glorious day. You're listening to Enduring Word on Double-Edged Sword, where we're reading through the appointed texts for the daily lectionary every day. It is my prayer that as we go through the scriptures, you would be richly blessed by the Lord's word as you hear it, meditate on it, and rejoice in it. If you want to support what I do on this channel, consider going over to my Patreon page by searching Rev Kilgo and supporting me through that. Or you can also check out my Redbubble store under the name Kilgo SR. You'll also find links to both of those in the show notes. As always, thanks for listening, and thanks for rejoicing with me in the Lord's Word. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord Jesus Christ, you are the eternal true light which drives away the darkness of the night and the shadow of death. I will bless your name. I will sing to you and praise you, because you have mercifully kept me this night and brought me from darkness to light. You preserved me from the terror by night, from the dread of the devil and unclean spirits, from the deadly pestilence that stalks in darkness, from various illnesses and diseases which might easily have befallen me. You also surrounded and guarded my soul with your shield, as a shepherd guards his flock, and all that I have has been kept safe by your great mercy. To you be praise and honor for this gracious protection and for all your benefits. I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning. For you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my distress. O my strength, I will sing praise to you. For you, O God, are my fortress, my strong deliverer, my faithful God in whom I take refuge. You make my heart rejoice and make my face glad. I beseech you by your holy birth and incarnation that you would let your mercy rise on me this day and break forth like the radiant dawn and fall on me like the early rain. Lighten my blind nature and darkened heart with your radiance, that the morning star may arise in my heart, even the true light which lightens men to eternal life. Defend me also from every evil. O Lord, be gracious to me. I wait for you. My soul waits for you from one morning watch to the next. Be my arm every morning, my salvation in the time of trouble. Hide my body and soul, that no evil may be allowed to befall me and no plague come near me. Drive far away from me all evil spirits. Rise up for me against the wicked. Stand up for me against evildoers. Protect me that the hand of my adversaries may not touch me. O Lord, our God, establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands, and strengthen our arms, and teach our fingers to keep your commandments, that we may not sin against them today. Grant us these things for the sake of your mercy which endures forever throughout all generations. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of your holy word, 
we may embrace and ever hold fast to the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Psalm 147. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he strengthens the bars of your gates, he blesses your children within you. He makes peace in your borders. He fills you with the finest of the wheat. He sends out his command to the earth. His word runs swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters frost like ashes. He hurls down his crystals of ice like crumbs. Who can stand before his cold? He sends out his word and melts them. He makes his wind blow and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and rules to Israel. He has not dealt thus with any other nation. They do not know his rules. Praise the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from Second Samuel chapter 11. In the spring of the year, the time when kings go out to battle, David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they ravaged the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah. But David remained at Jerusalem. It happened one late afternoon, when David arose from his couch and was walking on the roof of the king's house, that he saw from the roof a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful. And David sent and inquired about the woman, and one said, Is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? So David sent messengers and took her, and she came to him, and he lay with her. Now she had been purifying herself from her uncleanness. Then she returned to her house, and the woman conceived, and she sent and told David, I am pregnant. So David sent word to Joab, Send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent Uriah to David. When Uriah came to him, David asked how Joab was doing, and how the people were doing, and how the war was going. Then David said to Uriah, Go down to your house and wash your feet. And Uriah went out of the king's house, and there followed him a present from the king. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house, with all the servants of his lord, and did not go down to his house. When they told David, Uriah did not go down to his house, David said to Uriah, Have you not come from a journey? Why did you not go down to your house? Uriah said to David, The ark and Israel and Judah dwell in booths. And my lord Joab and the servants of my lord are camping in the open field. Shall I then go to my house to eat and to drink and to lie with my wife? As you live and as your soul lives, I will not do this thing. Then David said to Uriah, Remain here also today, and tomorrow I will send you back. So Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day and the next. And David invited him, and he ate in his presence and drank, so they made him drunk. And in the evening he went out to lie on his couch with the servants of his lord, but he did not go down to his house. In the morning David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by the hand of Uriah. In the letter he wrote, Set Uriah in the forefront of the hardest fighting, and then draw back from him, that he may be struck down and die. And as Joab was besieging the city, he assigned Uriah to the place where he knew there were valiant men. And the men of the city came out and fought with Joab, and some of the servants of David among the people fell. Uriah the Hittite also died.
Then Joab sent and told David all the news about the fighting, and he instructed the messenger, When you have finished telling all the news about the fighting to the king, then, if the king's anger arises, and if he says to you, Why did you go so near the city to fight? Did you not know that they would shoot from the wall? Who killed Abimelech, the son of Jerubathesh? Did not a woman cast an upper millstone from the wall so that he died at Thebes? Why did you go so near the wall? Then you shall say, Your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. So the messenger went and came and told David all that Joab had sent him to tell. The messenger said to David, The men gained an advantage over us and came out against us in the field, but we drove them back to the entrance of the gate. Then the archers shot it to your servants from the wall. Some of the king's servants are dead, and your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. David said to the messenger, Thus shall you say to Joab, Do not let this matter trouble you, for the sword devours now one and now another. Strengthen your attack against the city and overthrow it, and encourage him. When the wife of Uriah heard that Uriah her husband was dead, she lamented over her husband. And when the morning was over, David sent and brought her to his house, and she became his wife and bore him a son. But the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 11. But in the following instructions I do not commend you, because when you come together it is not for the better but for the worse. For in the first place, when you come together as a church, I hear that there are divisions among you, and I believe it in part, for there must be factions among you, in order that those who are genuine among you may be recognized. When you come together, it is not the Lord's Supper that you eat. For in eating, each one goes ahead with his own meal. One goes hungry, another gets drunk. What? Do you not have houses to eat and to drink in? Or do you despise the church of God and humiliate those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I commend you in this? No, I will not. For I receive from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and blood of the Lord. Let a person examine himself then, and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many of you are weak and ill, and some have died. But if we judged ourselves truly, we would not be judged. But when we are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined, so that we may not be condemned along with the world. So then, my brothers, whether you come together to eat, wait for another. If anyone is hungry, let him eat at home, so that when you come together, it will not be for judgment. About the other things I will give directions when I come. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty, everlasting, and gracious God, who have given us your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, who is your eternal and essential word and express image, 
who in your word has made known to us your nature and will. Give us, we beseech you, your Holy Spirit, that we may always have a delight and love for your word, and in it seek and find all true doctrine, comfort, joy, and refreshment, and confirm and constrain our life, office, and calling according to it, and teach others by it, and through the same word overcome all adversity and the devil himself, sin, death, and all misfortune. O Lord, grant that we may count your word the greatest and most glorious treasure, higher and greater than the whole world with all that it is, has, or may be. Let your word be a burning lamp in our hearts, a guideline by which we believe, an even way on which we walk in our life and calling, a comfort in cross, a relief in all distress, a mighty fortress against all enemies, a bastion against the devil, a shade and shelter, and joy for our heart and conscience. Lord, keep us steadfast in your word, and repel all the enemies and persecutors of your word, that we may rightly know and praise and glorify you from henceforth and forever. For you are the only eternal, almighty, true God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. With your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God has made us his people through our baptism into Christ. Living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible. And in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead, and the life of the world to come. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us, defend us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Praise to the
Thanks for listening to Double-Edged Sword. If you appreciate the channel, please consider supporting it by going over to my Patreon page, which you can find linked in the description. You can also find other content on the YouTube channel. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.